Welcome back to the Word Encounter, episode 250. We're in the book of 2 Timothy, and we will be finishing the book today. Uh, remember, uh, this is the second letter that Paul has written to Timothy, and it is, his, it is his last letter that he has written to anybody, as far as we know. And uh, Paul is in prison as he is uh, writing this letter to Timothy, and uh, Paul, as it uh, is known, was uh, executed shortly after this, probably within a matter of months. Uh, and as far as we know, he was beheaded. And so uh, Paul has given his final instructions to Timothy because he knows that his time here on earth is not long. And so with that, let's continue on. You remember that Timothy is Paul's protege. Paul is grooming him. Timothy is young. And so Paul is encouraging him and grooming him to keep going, encouraging him to keep going in the faith, stay strong in the faith, and don't let your youth get in the way. Uh, chapter 2, verse 3 says, well, let's see, be strong in grace. It says, you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. In verse 3, share in his suffering as a good soldier of, of, of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in the concerns of civilian life. He seeks to please the commanding officer. Isn't that interesting? And so Paul is saying, is saying look, envision yourself in this service as a soldier. And as a soldier, you don't get concerned with civilian life. You don't, you don't have the luxury of being bothered by civilian life. What you do is you seek to please your commanding officer. And then it says in verse 5, Also, if anyone competes as an athlete, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. And so Paul is saying, look, you know, we have rules, if you will. We're dictated to by Jesus. We, we, we follow the Holy Spirit. So don't let the, 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 the world and its thinking contaminate your race. See? Compete according to the word of God. Stay faithful. <clears throat> and then he drops down. Let's drop down to verse 10. It says, this is why I endure all things for the elect. So that they may, so that they also may obtain salvation, which is in Christ Jesus, with eternal glory. The saying, this saying, is trustworthy. For if we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. So we see God's graciousness and mercy here that even if we are faithless, even if we are lacking in our faith, he still remains faithful to his word because he cannot deny himself. Once his word goes out, it cannot return to him void. It has to be executed, even though we may fail in our faith. An approved worker in verse 14, it says, remind them of these things and charge them before God not to fight about words. This is useless and leads to the ruin of those who listen. See, when we get in these debates, a lot of times people will get in de uh, debates in, in a group or whatnot, but usually it's just two people. Even if you have a group of five, six, ten people, usually the principles on the opposite sides of the debate are only two people. But the other people are listening. <laughs> the other people are hearing. And so Paul is saying, uh, remind you to charge before God not to fight about words. Don't get into these discussions and arguments because it ruins those who listen. It says, be diligent to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who doesn't need to be ashamed, correctly teaching the word of truth. So 
Just be diligent in teaching the word of truth. There's no reason to be ashamed if you continue to do that. Just keep teaching the word of truth. Avoid, uh, avoid irreverent and empty speech, since those who engage in it will produce even more godlessness. See, <laughs> those who involve themselves in this empty speech, all that gets produced from that is people turning from the faith and entering into godlessness. See, it says, avoid irreverent and empty speech, since those who engage in it will produce even more godlessness, and their teaching will spread like gangrene. <laughs> it says, Hymenaeus and uh, Philetus are among them. So Paul is calling them out. <laughs> He's calling out names. They have departed from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already taken place and are ruining the faith of some. So they were uh, teaching and proclaiming that the resurrection of the dead, not the resurrection of Jesus, but that the resurrection of the dead has already taken place. In other words, it's too late for you. And so if you take the resurrection of the dead out of the gospel, okay, then, then what is there left for the believer who's still alive? Nothing. It says in verse 19, nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, bearing this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his and let everyone who calls on the name of the Lord turn away from wickedness. So Paul is saying, look, even though these guys are out there, don't be too concerned about them because the Lord knows those who are his. Sometimes we can think everything is up to us and forget that the Lord knows those who are his. Verse 20, now in a large house, there's not only gold and silver vessels, but also those of wood and clay for some honorable use, uh, some for honorable use and some for dishonorable use or some for um, honorable use and others for, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Others for ordinary use, okay? <clears throat> and so, and it says in verse 21, so if anyone purifies himself from anything dishonorable or, or ordinary, he will be a special instrument set apart, useful to the master, prepared for every good work. And so Paul is saying here, look, in a, in a large house, you have a lot of dishes. Some are gold and, and silver goblets and plates and, and others are made of wood and just ordinary stuff. Some are only for special occasions and others are for everyday use. And so Paul is saying, look, if you purify yourself and you will not uh, you will not be doing that every day or you your life will not be about the everyday daily things. But your every day will be special. You will be assigned to and you will be responsible for special things set apart, special things of the Lord prepared for every good work. Verse 22, it says, flee from youthful uh, passions and pursue righteousness. So not only flee, okay, it's one thing just to run away from something, but if you're running away from something, the question then becomes, what are you running towards? See, flee from youthful passions and, in me paraphrasing, and run towards and pursue righteousness, Flee from useful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. But reject foolish and ignorant disputes because you know that they breed quarrels. The Lord's servant must not quarrel, but must be gentle to everyone, able to teach and patient, uh, instructing his opponents with gentleness. Notice this. And one of the things I noticed, Paul keeps mentioning things about empty speech. 
and arguing and debating and quarreling. He's mentioned that in several different chapters, not only in Timothy, but in other books or other letters that he's written as well. This must have been a big problem. This must have been a huge problem. Uh, people getting into endless debates. And I can see that because I know that in Greece, you know, they were known for, you know, their philosophers, you know, Aristotle, Socrates, so on and so forth. And people were always involved in, in philosophical discussions and, 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 and arguments and debates, the meaning of life, the purpose of life, you know, this, that, and the other. And so I can see in this culture, in this environment, how these things would uh, be the norm for the, uh, as far as that culture is concerned at that time. But, you know, we have elements of that today, and it just manifests in different ways. It can manifest, you know, in social media. It can manifest um, on YouTube. It can manifest in mainstream media. Well, if it's the same sort of th- uh, thing, the underlying issues that many, uh, 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 the underlying issues that we face today, the root of many of those issues are philosophical discussions and differences. And so we see that this exists today. And Paul is saying, look, avoid all that stuff. And he also goes on to say, like I read before, uh, says the Lord's servant must, must not quarrel, but must be gentle to everyone, everyone. The servant must be able to teach. The servant must be patient. The servant must be able to instruct opponents with gentleness. It doesn't say get into <laughs> Debates and arguments, throwing barbs back and forth at each other. It says instructing opponents with gentleness. Now, to be able to effectively do this, you have to have a degree of wisdom. You have to be able to discern what's going on. You have to be able to know how to disarm situations so that you can, in fact, instruct your opponent with gentleness. It says perhaps God will grant them repentance, leading them to the knowledge of the truth. So if you're able to successfully do this, maybe this person will actually come into the kingdom of God and maybe even possibly uh, be one of your strongest allies. Who knows? We don't know. Verse 26, then they may come to their senses and escape the trap of the devil who has taken them captive to do his will. See, So we see this right here. If we're skillful in, 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 in how to uh, instruct our opponents. If we're skillful in being able to navigate how to do that, then they may come to their senses and escape the trap of the devil. Then we are truly other oriented because we are truly concerned about their status in life. But too many of us are just interested in winning an argument. And many times when we win an argument, we destroy that other person and there's no chance that we're able to instruct them with gentleness after that happens. Instructing his opponents with gentleness. I got to remember that. That is, that is awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Difficult times ahead. But know this. Excuse me. This is chapter three. In verse one, hard times will come in the last days. Listen to this. Listen carefully. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, proud, demeaning, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, 
slanderers without self-control, brutal without love for what is good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to the form of godliness but denying its power. Okay, let's break this down. First of all, all of these things that Paul describes, we see this today. People are lovers of self. In many cases, they're not concerned with anybody but self. People are obviously lovers of money. People like to brag. People like to brag and be proud. People like to demean others. There's a rash of disobedience to parents because children think their parents don't know anything. There's ungratefulness that abounds. People just assume things uh, should be theirs. They're entitled. <clears throat> They're unholy. They, 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 they turn against the things of God if it doesn't match their narrative. <clears throat> They're unloving in that uh, they can lead people down the wrong path, destroying their life. There's slanders. People lie, you know. Yeah, obviously there's no self-control in a lot of situations. We have a lot of situations where mob mentality is ruling. People are brutal. They're brutal with their words. They're brutal with their actions. And they don't lo love what is good. And many times people think what is bad is actually good and what is good is actually bad. They're reckless. People are conceited. And they're obviously lo lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Because God calls, lover, being a lover of God can call for self-discipline, you know, can call uh, for uh, denial of, of pleasures or, or what, one, what one thinks are pleasures. I'll put it that way. Because okay. a lot of times what people thinks, uh, think are pleasures aren't really pleasures if you carry it out to its um, logical conclusion. Actually leads towards destruction. Like... Somebody may think um, uh, uh, doing drugs is pleasurable, and it may be pleasurable in that time period. But if you take it to its logical conclusion and keep doing it, doing it, do it, doing it, it will eventually lead towards self-destruction. And then in verse five, where it says, holding to the form of godliness, but denying its power. This is a form of religiosity where people uh, are religious on the outside. Okay, but they're not conforming to anything, but what they feel is godly. It's not founded or grounded on anything. And so when they do that, they deny the power of the Lord. They have a form of godliness. In other words, the, the, the veneer, the facade, the look, it looks godly, but it's empty. And Paul is saying, avoid these people. It says in verse six. For among them are those who worm their way into households and deceive gullible women overwhelmed by sins and led astray by a variety of passions, always learning and never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. There are a lot of what Paul is calling out gullible women, but there are a lot of gullible people out there that let others worm their way into their life. Okay. With a form of godliness. But their uh, pseudo-spirituality does not lead to eternal life. It, in fact, can lead to destruction. <clears throat> it says, always learning and never able uh, to come to a knowledge of the truth. 
These people, and a lot of these people are sincere, you know, in seeking and uh, seeking spiritual things and whatnot. They just let the wrong people in the door. They let the wrong people cross the threshold, and they never get satisfied there because they're not representing the truth. And it says, um, just as uh, Jonas and Jambres resisted Moses. So these also resist the truth. Now, Jonas and Jambres, those are the sorcerers that worked uh, under Pharaoh's regime in uh, Egypt. And when Moses was performing miracles, they were trying to match Moses' miracles. Okay. So Paul is saying, just as these sorcerers resisted Moses, so uh, so these folks also resist the truth. He says, they are men who are corrupt in mind and worthless in regard to faith. So he's talking about the worms that try to worm in their way in the uh, people's lives, uh, people's lives with uh, false, uh, false spirituality, trying to get them to follow him. Because because usually the end game, right, is to get people to follow you and then start to have them give you money. That that's usually what the deal is. Struggles in the Christian life. Paul says in verse ten, "But you have followed my teaching, uh, conduct, purpose, faith." Patience, love, and endurance, along with the persecutions and sufferings that came to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. What persecutions uh, I endured, and yet the Lord rescued me from them all. In fact, all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Everybody who does not hide their Christianity, you know, who lives the life of Christ, doing their best to live the life of Christ, does not hide it from people. Everybody will be persecuted. Now, the form of persecution is going to manifest in different ways. You know, and a lot of times you don't know. You could be being persecuted and you don't know it. In other words, people could be avoiding you because they know the kind of life you live. And that's a form of persecution. People could come after you. You may be making some statements on social media. People want to debate and argue with you. You know, people want to call you names. You know, they want to question your intelligence. Those are all forms of persecution. Persecution isn't just the extreme type where people will kill you. That is persecution, obviously, but it exists in, in, in many different degrees and stages. The point is, is that you will pay a price for following Christ. You know, verse 13. Evil people and imposters will become worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believe. You know those who taught you, and you know that from infancy you have known the sacred scriptures, which are, um, which are able to give you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture, all scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness. All scripture. Everything that we've been going through in the word encounter, all scripture, all scripture, all means all. Everything that's written in the word is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, and for training in righteousness. So that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And so if you, if you allow it, the Bible will train you. It will train you. It will equip you and prepare you for every good work of the Lord. And in chapter 4, which is the last, uh, last chapter, it says, Fulfill your ministry 
And Paul says, I solemnly charge you before God in Christ Jesus, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Be ready at all times. <laughs> Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and teaching. For the time will come. Oh, I've got this double highlighted. Verse 3. Second uh, Timothy chapter four, verse three, for the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, will multiply teachers for themselves because they have an itch to hear what they want to hear. Whoa, let me read that again. For the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine. The time will come when people don't want to hear about the word of God. But according to their own desires, but according to what they want, they will, they will create and multiply teachers for themselves. Because they have an itch to hear what they want to hear. See, people aren't stupid, right? There's this thing called supply and demand. And so when there is a demand for people to hear what they want to hear, when there is a demand for people to have their ears tickled, when that demand exists, the supply will rise up. There will people that will come out of the woodworks in order to supply that demand because they know they're going to get paid for it. So we see all kind of books on spirituality, YouTube channels, and this, that, and other, tickling people's ears telling them what they want to hear and denying the things in the word of God, because in many cases, that's not what people want to hear. That's what people need to hear, but that's not necessarily what they want to hear. Not all people, but a lot, maybe even the majority. I don't know. It says in verse four, he says, they will turn away from hearing the truth and will turn aside to miss. A lot of people think what's in the Bible is nothing but a collection of stories and myths. See, and they do that to satisfy their conscience. And so they do that so that they can believe it, satisfy their conscience, and therefore they can ignore it and ignore the righteousness that, uh, that it represents and do their own thing. In verse five, but as for you, exercise self-control in everything, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time for my departure is close. So Paul already knew that he is, he, is pour, he is being poured out. He has been poured out and is being poured out. Everything that's in him is coming out as a drink offering for others to consume. Because the time is coming when his drink is going to stop pouring from a live vessel. Now, as we know, his drink is still being poured out today via his, uh, his letters and, and, and other things that he's written. But he knew that his time was, was short. He knew that his departure was close. And then he says, I have fought the good fight. Now, notice how he's speaking in past tense terms now. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. There is reserved for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day, and not only to me, but to all those who, has, who have loved his appearing. Wow. And then after that, Paul gives some final instructions to Timothy. Uh, he, he warns him about some people. Watch out for this guy. 
He tells them, you know, uh, I need you to come visit me. And when you visit me, bring my scrolls, you know, my parchments. You know, apparently he had scripture on them. Again, he's making his final instructions because he knows, you know, the, the gig is about up. And so then, uh, and he goes on, and then he, and then he, he tells them to uh, essentially greet certain people, uh, and and because uh, they've treated me well uh, in my ministry and whatnot, and and he closes the letter out. He says, "The Lord be with your spirit, grace be with you all." So if he was uh, instructing uh, Timothy to bring him some stuff, I would assume that they saw each other before Paul was executed, but. I don't know that anybody knows that. <clears throat> and that is the end of 2 Timothy. And tomorrow we will pick things up with another one of his protégés, that being Titus. Um, if you confess with your mouth and if you believe in your heart that Jesus is in fact Lord, that Jesus is who he says he is, the Son of God manifested in flesh. If you know this to be true in your heart and you let other people know about it, the Word says that you will not be put to shame. In other words, that you will not be believing in something that is false. That at the end of the day, you will be proven to be right. You will not be put to shame you shall be saved. Think about that proposition. It is certainly worth deep, deep consideration. And with that, we are done for the day. We'll pick it up tomorrow in episode 251. Everybody stay safe. Be blessed. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. And should he bless us with another day of life, we'll see you tomorrow in episode 251 of The Word Encounter. Bye-bye.